the stories of mahabharata retold by sudipta bhaumik welcome dear friends to another episode of the stories of mahabharata no no today we are not going to uh, tell any stories from the mahabharata but we are going to tell you the stories behind the stories of mahabharata and this is shudipta bhomik you have been listening to my voice for quite some time now we have gone through around uh, 21 episodes and uh, but today what we would like to do is uh, tell you a little bit of how we go through this process of creating these episodes and and with me i have uh, avi ziv the man you don't hear that often i guess except for that little trailer at the end but uh, he puts a lot of effort in making this uh, uh, these episodes more lively and more attractive to you so welcome avi to this uh, show and uh, i hope uh, uh, we are going to chat and formally and basically discuss about what goes on behind the scenes yeah hi sudipta this is this is avi everyone yes i am the voice behind the credits and uh, today we're not in the studio no we are not <laughs> so rather than have a very produced polished professional uh recording process we're going to have a casual chat we're, in fact we're sitting in sudipta's kitchen uh-huh. i hope you can hear the cooking no we are not cooking anything <laughs> we have a glass of whiskey with us <laughs> and we're just going to to chat with you because we care a lot about our listeners we have a lot of listeners out there and uh we don't know too much about you but yes. we want to bring you closer to us and share a little bit more about what we do exactly so so that's the plan and uh, so but before we go into that uh, let's uh, know a little bit of what goes on behind the scenes and since avi works on most of the stuff behind the scenes avi um the first question to you i mean uh, what attracted you to do this i mean i remember we had a casual chat during work and uh, and you found this exciting and you volunteered yourself to it and gradually you seem to be you know getting more and more involved so so what made you attracted to this yeah that's that's an interesting question well i've been involved in music and in audio my whole life ever since i was i was a kid and even as a child um we had records of um you could say audio dramas mm-hmm. and as children we used to listen to them and as well as programs on the radio for children which also were dramas for children and so i kind of grew up on uh, on the, on that heritage exactly i have the same history i mean i also grew up with audio drama i mean radio was the main medium and we listened to uh, the audio dramas the radio dramas and you know uh, that opened up a new world to us right i guess that's the same for you yeah it's the same for me and so you know throughout my life i i deal a lot with music i'm a musician myself and i'm working more and more inside the studio using the studio itself the technology as an instrument to create uh real or imaginary synthesized sounds I also have a passion for theater mm-hmm. and a passion for good stories and an interest in world cultures. 
Right. And so when I heard that you are beginning a project uh, on your radio show to tell these stories, uh, my interest was piqued. Mm -hmm. And after you started your work, we had some discussions and we thought, you know what? Maybe we should just try to produce one episode and see what it sounds like, just as an experiment. Correct. And I think that, uh, you know, it, that it was, was episode it, three. That was episode three, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. And the rest is history. Right, yeah. Um, in fact, what, one question I would like to, since you're a musician also, you play uh, music, you also, I mean, in fact, I knew more as a musician before this. Um, what was your approach to this story? So this story is not something like, in contrast to you, I grew up with this story. And now for you, this story is something different. And uh, what kind of approach, when you first heard the story, uh, how, how did you handle it? How did you tackle it? How did the musical or the music scapes took shape in your mind? Right. So that's true, as you can tell by my accent, I'm not from India, but uh, I grew up in Israel. And so I don't have the background of this story and the culture and all the nuances that, that come with it. And so my first decision was, was not to try and create Indian sounding music specifically. Mm -hmm. I have too much respect for the culture and I was not going to, uh, to tackle that or intervene in that, in, in that whole area. Now, on the other hand, I sort of have a, a certain amount of intuition listening to the storyline itself and trying to understand maybe a little deeper and find sounds within myself or sounds that are recorded elsewhere that would fit the mood. Now, because this is a, this is a storyteller approach to this and not a full-out drama, Correct. audio drama, I decided not to have a full ongoing soundtrack going through the entire process. Rather, I look at it almost as being an illustrator to a book. Mm -hmm. So an illustrator to a book doesn't paint every single word that uh, is described in the book, uh, but rather you pick and choose specific scenes and then you highlight them and augment them with an illustration. And this is sort of my guiding process that I've used. Now, having said that, it is an evolving process. Right. And so as we go through the, your writing process and my sound design process, mm -hmm. we are kind of growing and adopting and making changes here and there. And you can probably feel that through throughout the episodes. Yeah, so, so the, yeah. in fact, the, as the stories have evolved, the quality of production has evolved, the music and the sound effects have evolved, and in fact, many people have asked me, especially the listeners whom I meet at various places, they in fact are intrigued by the sound effects and uh, they like it a lot. And, and people ask me questions like, uh, how was that done? I mean, it sounded like, you know, somebody speaking from inside, a, you know, pot, an earthen pot or, or, or things like that. I mean, uh, so... Uh, how do you do? I mean, are these all synthesized music effects, sound effects? Are you actually, I know you collect sounds, you record mm -hmm. sounds. How do you do it? Right. So it's, it, it's really all of the above. So some of the, some of the sound effects 
are, are gathered from other sources and they're integrated as they are. Some of them are brought into the computer, which is the central processing stage mm -hmm. for all the audio, and they're further manipulated by various pieces of software that are designed to stretch and alter and manipulate and manipulate sounds. Some of the sounds I record myself, and specifically the effects that are applied to the voices that you're talking about, mm -hmm. those I use several pieces of software that are designed to create a sense of space around the voice. We call them reverb right. type of software um, applications. And those kinds of tools have a great degree of control over what kind of a space I want to place the voice in, how large the space is, uh, how long the reverberation is going to last when you speak, and how far you're going to appear to be from where the listener is. So there are a lot of uh, switches and buttons That's and right. stuff to tweak around to get the effects. One question people asked me after listening to, I think it was episode uh, 19, the game of dice. Yeah. You recorded, you know, the sounds of the dice, uh, you know, rattling and then uh, crashing on the board. Right. And then, now, how did you come up with those? <laughs> so, those sounds are recorded myself. And what I did was I spent some time experimenting with recording a bunch of different stones and dice with different materials that I had in the house, rolling them against, I think I had four different surfaces that I tried to roll them again against recorded those, shaking them, rolling them at different speeds. And then I picked the ones that I thought sounded the best. I brought it into the production environment on the computer. And then I applied some special effects on top of them in order to make them sound bigger than they are because dice uh -huh. don't sound very loud, right. really, if you think about it. Yes. But we wanted to make it as if there's like a zoom lens that is going into it. It's a very dramatic moment. Yep. We wanted them to sound big. We wanted them to sound a little echoey. And we wanted them to also sound a little slower rolling than they typically will. And I have uh, software to do all of the above. Great. In fact, this sounded awesome. really good and people have really complimented us on that. And right, folks, those, those who are listening to it, um, you can just imagine how much effort goes into each bit of the sound that is being produced. Um, so Avi, I understand you have some questions for me. Even. Yeah, I'm always, uh, I always have questions. Okay, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> so you show up at my house, mm -hmm. all prepared and ready to go. Yep. And I have my studio set up and I'm ready for yes. you. Yes. But what I want to know is what is your process of researching the material and writing and rehearsing this? How do you put together an episode for this? Because if people are not aware of, Sudipta is not just reading a book. This is original storytelling that he composes based right. on his knowledge, right? Yes. So, so, so as I told you earlier that... Uh, I grew up on these stories. So the stories are in the back of my mind, hidden somewhere in the neural network out there. And But besides that, I use some books, which I use as reference material, some translations of the original Sanskrit text, and also a book by Raj Shekhar Bose uh, in Bengali. 
and then I read them and then when I write and then rewrite each of the episode, I basically write the episode uh, following the storytelling format because I know that I'm going to uh, tell the stories and not just write a book or a story or a novel. So my right. objective is different. Okay, so with yeah. that in mind, I rewrite the story and create like each script. And as I'm a playwright, I, I try to structure it such that each episode has certain dramatic element in it and, you know, and can, can carry, hold on the listener's attention span. So right. that's kind of the uh, process I go through. And when I come into your place, before that, I go through a rehearsal of my own. I mm -hmm. rehearse in my basement. My family thinks I'm crazy, but no, I go there <laughs> and go through the rehearsing process. And then when I come to your place, I'm more or less prepared. But as you know, like with any performance, each performance, live performance, they're different. So what happens on your uh, studio is uh, something new. That's good. <laughs> we like that. That's our drama. Exactly. Yeah. So the other thing that I was wondering about is this new medium, this audio drama, which is very different than theatrical production. Right. How do you find the experience of writing for that? Do you find that it limits you in some ways? Does it, does it free you, the fact that there, you don't have to be concerned with visuals? How do you see this whole thing? You know, pundits say that the more constraining the medium is, the more creative you get. Right. So, so that's the kind of paradigm I follow. Uh, but um, besides that, as I told you, I grew up with audio drama. So I have an, an idea in mind as to how it should sound. And from my teachers, especially my teacher, Shamumitra, he taught me that when you say any word, he, he was a master of audio drama. And he taught us that when you say any single word, it should come out like a picture, like an image. So, so your you know storytelling should create imageries in the mind of your audience. Yeah, some and people call it theater of the mind. Exactly, that's why it's called the theater of the mind, right? And and besides that, in, on a stage play, what happens when a director mounts a script or a text onto the stage? The actors uh, get to use their body language, their gestures, their you know business stage business and all that stuff they can use to carry forward the subtext of the text, you know. In this case, in the audio drama, um, I have the voice, the vocal inflections, the modulations, and with that, your music, your sound, you know, that right. helps a lot to bring forth the subtext behind the text. Right, and I, I really think that the two elements put together mm -hmm. um, can be very effective. Exactly, exactly, mm -hmm. that's, uh, um, that's why People who are liking it, and as you know, we have got some very good reviews uh, on the on iTunes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I guess because that blending people are, mm -hmm. people like it. So speaking of reviews, yes, <laughs> let let's talk to you listeners out there. We need your help. Yes, and uh, listeners, you know, like when we put up a stage play, we have the audience in front of us and we get the feedback right away. But here, you are hidden somewhere. We don't see you. You don't see us, you listen to us. So, but, so we want to listen from you too. We want to know how you like our shows. And so for this, please do reach out to us. I mean, the entire one of the purpose of this particular episode is that we want to 
you know, uh, plead to you that pleads to give us feedback. And there are many ways you can provide us feedback. Yeah, definitely iTunes reviews are most helpful. Even though you can subscribe and listen to this podcast in many different ways through iTunes, through Downcast, through Stitcher, sometimes on YouTube, of course, on the radio program that Sudipta produces. Yes. The most popular place that people go to look for podcasts these days is on iTunes. Correct. And those podcasts who have more reviews and more ratings will come up quicker on searches when somebody is looking for something interesting to listen to. Mm -hmm. So please, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, please go there, put a review, or put a star rating in there. We'll leave it up to you to what you think we deserve. Yeah. Subscribing to the podcast is, is great. If you do that, you will always automatically get any new episode that comes out. You won't have to search for it anymore. And there's other ways to communicate with us. We are on Twitter and our We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook, of course. Uh, Many of you already uh, participate in the Facebook group, but if not, please 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 go and visit. Please do. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. Yes. And we have an email address, which is the stories of Mahabharata, all with underscores, at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. So, folks, please, please, please do put in your reviews, you know. Uh, we need them. Uh, it's not only that we want to listen good things from you. It, it, it's, it's put in what you think genuinely uh, about the show because uh, we want to improve. And this is all a labor of love. We do it for the sake of, you know, uh, to nourish our creative brains maybe. But, but still, we need to listen from you because you are somewhere hidden, some part of the globe. I don't know where you are. So please do reach out to us, put in your reviews such that others can, you know, get to us easily. And uh, speaking of that, another important thing is please to share. If you like our episodes, share it on the Facebook, share it uh, through an email or whatever means, you know, just uh, you may just a word of mouth. Maybe when you at a party, talk to your friends and you say, hey, did you listen? Are you listening to the Mahabharata? You know, uh, that to happen, by the way, you know, that to happen. But I still would like you to uh, share what you like, especially to your children, to your to your friends and others, uh, you know, those who like these kind of stories. Right. So, so Dipta, it's been fun chatting. Yes. And I think that we may do this from time to time, give our listeners a little glimpse as to what's going on, how we're doing, what we're planning to do. And we may have special events Maybe a prize drawing once in a while. Yeah, we can. We should do that, right? <laughs> yeah. So we will think of some fun things to do outside of the studio. As exactly. Well. We will do that and and uh, keep connected and we'll stay connected uh, with episodes like this to give you a little bit more about uh, what goes on behind the scenes. And, and if you have any other questions, uh, any other things like, uh, you know, certain stories we have skipped some of the sub-stories maybe. Uh, We may have to put those in and we'll put them in in sequence in time. But if you say, hey, you know what, Uh, why don't you uh, talk about the story of Pralhad and uh, or something like that. And then we'll we'll do it, we'll do it. So just, just keep in touch. Great, so until next time, keep listening.